What's up, people? What is going down? My name is Roderick Castillo, and if you don't know who I am, um, I am the co-founder of Amateur Hour. Welcome to Amateur Hour on a Thursday night, guys. Um, I know you're kind of wondering what's going on here, but you know, due to certain ordinances of Williamson County, I'm only allowed to be in my house, uh, and I'm going to be joining with Trey, who's on Skype. Trey, give a wave to everybody. What's up? <laughs> kind of you can hear me. I know it kind of stinks that we have to like deal with this at the moment and kind of have we can't be together or I mean I know we could technically get away with it but don't want to chance it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we don't want to chance it. <laughs> don't want to stay inside like everybody else needs to. Exactly, stay inside, be safe. You know, hey, just getting all fat and sassy like that <laughs> that video of that woman. <laughs> okay, let's move on from that. Anyways, let's move on real quick. Um, <laughs> But if you don't know what Amateur Hour is, Amateur Hour is serious, serious, just about a couple guys, me and Trey, or if we add on somebody else, uh, we just love talking sports. And, you know, we're not analysts, per se, like Max Kellerman or Stephen A. Smith, or if you want to call those guys analysts. <laughs> I know Trey doesn't like Stephen A. <laughs> or if you no, like Shannon Sharp, or if you like The Herd, or if you like uh, uh, Skip Bayless, or as Shannon Sharp said, Skip. But we're just two regular, two regular dudes who love talking sports. We can get in each other's faces sometimes. If you saw our show last time, but uh, <laughs> anyways, still trying to get maybe to where we can do that every week. But right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Anyways, um, we're gonna get into it. Um, we hope that you're having a great uh, Thursday night, and um, we're gonna start off with it. Uh, we're gonna continue with uh, uh, NFL free agency. There's a lot of things that are going on, a lot, a lot of rumors, but there's also a lot of signings that, that have been going on and stuff like that. And if you ever want to leave a comment, you know, give us a shout out or you know, share this uh, at any at any time. Uh, definitely do that. You know, we pr- truly appreciate everybody that's supporting us and everybody that's gonna support us. And uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, Trey isn't comparable to Steven. And I gotta stop watching. That's what Chico says. Oh, I, I hope not. I hate Stephen. No, 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 no. We don't want to compare ourselves to them because we're nothing like those guys. We we don't we don't we don't like those guys. We're just Roddick and Trey. We're, we're imitators. We're imitators, but we don't want to imitate that. <laughs> we're not up. Obviously, we're not up there. Shut up, Chico. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, um, we're gonna get into it. You know, NFL free agency. Um, obviously, it, it was inked in official ink, and it was uh, Instagram, basically social media. You know, official. And what's the social media official? It's official, right, Trey? Once uh, it, sure, yeah. Hey, come on. You have to know that. When it, once, once it's social media official, it has to be official. So we're going to get right into it. Um, we kind of got into it last week a little bit, too. Um, Tom Brady is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. So, Trey, give us your thoughts. And plus, they just re-signed, they re-signed him or no? They signed. No. Never mind. I'll, I'll mention that later. But um, get, give us your uh, second thoughts since you gave your first thoughts last week and, you know, let us know what's going on. I mean, the same thing I said last, last week when y'all didn't want to be like, oh, it's not, it's not, it's not an ink, it's not the other. But I, I kept telling y'all, it's, barely, it's basically official. Um, you know, like I said last week, it's a good move for him. Um, you know, with two great weapons and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, um, hopefully they can, you know, draft some speed. In, the, in this upcoming draft in the first, second round, maybe. Give another weapon, uh, some linemen. But, um, you know, I think it's a good move for him. Um, obviously, it's not going to be like the Patriots where, okay, we expect Tom Brady to be in the at least the AFC Championship this year, but, it, but the NFC this year. Um, I don't think the Bucks are ready for that move yet, maybe within the next year or two or three years, because right now, like, it doesn't really seem like how LeBron is to the NBA, where LeBron goes to a team, People just want to jump on board with them, you know. They want to, okay, if the Browns on this team, they're going to go to the finals. I'm going to go on with them. Um, it's not like that in the NFL. It's a lot different as far as money, as far as, like, you know, if, he's, if they're going to play, if they're going to help. Um, so right now, I mean, I like the fit, but right now I don't know if they're in a win-now mode. Um, their offense is going to be dangerous. We know that. Um, they can they can upgrade it on the line. They can upgrade on their uh, and the runners and the receivers, obviously, but – Right now, with like where they're at, number one, number one, number two receiver, probably the best duo in the league right now. Uh, running backs, you know, they're they're set to play that James White role kind of and go out and like just catch the ball 
uh, pretty well and go get those those yak yards. Um, running the ball, they need a pure runner still. I think Ronald Jones probably the best thing they have there, and he's not that great yet. So that's the one thing they can improve on as far as the offense. But, yeah, um, like I said, I like it. I'm excited. It's going to be weird seeing Tom Brady in a different jersey than a Patriots jersey. Um, like, what do you think? Like, do you think it's do you think it's going to be a, like an automatic flip for the Bucks, or do you think it's going to be you know a year or two down the road till they can actually make some noise? That's what I think. Um, yeah. What do you think? No, I mean for me, like um, one thing I would say is I, I really love, like the move just because like it's a breath of fresh air for Tom Brady. You know, yeah. I mean, yes, I wanted him to you know. I would like for pretty much every star that solidified themselves at, like in one franchise to stay there. Like, for instance, like we'll bring it to the NBA. You know, I would like for people to finish their career like Kobe did as a Laker, like Dirk Nowinski did as <clears throat> as a Maverick, or you have Tim Duncan as a Spur and stuff like that. You know, you would love for people to, like, end their careers in, in that field as far as, like, in that franchise, just, you know, go out on a good note. And I wanted Tom Brady to do that. But at the same time, Tom Brady looked looked at himself in the mirror and he said, "You know, I need, I need change." Mm-hmm. And so this this move is a really good move. I honestly thought uh, Todd Gurley was going to go to the Buccaneers. I honestly thought because they let him go, you know, the Rams let him go, and I wanted to see them. I mean, not that I wanted to see them because it would have been super stacked, but and probably unfair. But at the same time, for me, it would have been like, "Oh, okay, I didn't." It wasn't shocking. But the fact that he, uh, Todd Gurley went to the Falcons was a little bit weird to me. But um, moving aside from that, it's a good fit. I mean, yeah, I mean, technically it's a good fit. You know, they got Julio. You know, Matt Ryan. We'll see how we'll see how he is. He's he's pretty much up and down every single year. But when it, when it comes back to it, like the way I look at it is like this is a great thing for um, Tom Brady. It's a great thing for you know Bill Belichick. You know, this is, this is a great chan- chance for both people, both parties, to pretty much show themselves like, hey. You know, what we had was great, but we can do more things without each other. You know what I'm saying? Because maybe, yeah. like, um, maybe Tom Brady can prove, like, hey, I can win a chip. Because his contract's only two years, $50 million guaranteed. So it's just, he's getting, he got his money. Like, it's a fair amount. It's the right price for his age, for his year. And so it's just, like, it's a great move for me. I love it. I love the fact that, you know, Mike Evans is finally going to have a good quarterback. <laughs> finally. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was a little bit like, what the heck, man? Like, Jameis was not not cutting it for him. Um, you know, Chris Godwin, you know, I like, the, I, I like the fact that, you know, both of those guys, they finally have a chance. They did, they did do well in their respective, you know, numbers considering, you know, who Jameis Winston was. But at well, the they same, were half-happy last year. Yeah. They, they, were, were, they couldn't get the running game going. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why they had, like, their numbers were probably a little bit more inflated than, than normal. But at the same time, you know, I was I was happy with the fact that uh, uh, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick both had this opportunity to, you know, trying to, sh- try to, try to showcase themselves a little bit more. Like, maybe who, who's more creative or maybe, you know, hey, because they did get Brian Hoyer. Bill Belichick did, did get Brian Hoyer. So, and that says nothing. I mean that doesn't say anything, but at the same time, you know, he could basically do the same thing what he did with Matt Castle, going eleven and five, and we'll see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Or the Jared Stidham and stuff like that. But I mean, I'll let well, you expand a little bit more. Unknown. Expand a little Jared, bit more, like on Bill Belichick, like as far as like what you see him doing now in this new avenue. Yeah, I mean, um, just heads up whenever you maybe came up a little bit. I tried to text you, but maybe came up a little bit because when you were talking like that, I couldn't see your eyes at all. <laughs> um, Wait, but you know, um, my camera you know, to go up like this. Like no, the camera like lean your screen like backwards oh, or something. Talking about that? I don't know, my bro. I can't see your eyes right now or your forehead. I can. Oh, eh, it's fine over here on my end. So go ahead, continue. Don't well, worry about it. You're me. not looking at yourself. What do you mean? Um, I think the Patriots' number one priority is going to be the draft. Obviously, it's. I think they're going to make a move. They're going to make a move up to try to get Jordan Love. Jordan Love this year coming out of Utah State. It's going. It's that guy. Is, he's kind of an unknown. Um, he's had so many like different coaches in and out of college, different playmakers coming out. So it was kind of hard for him to get a grasp of a playbook each and every year. Um, and he had he like literally had no help. He showed signs, he showed flashes of you know what he could be in the next level, but he just couldn't stay stay consistent. So like right now he's just he's the raw prospect coming into the draft. Um, the raw prospect coming into the draft so is going to take a special coach to you know grab him and mold him into what he can be. Um, for the Patriots, I think that's a, that's a perfect position. You know, maybe 
go with Jared Stidham or even, you know, sign, sign one of the guys on the street right now. Sign Jameis to a year, two year, sign Cam for a year or two, the year if you're the Patriots, and, John, and, and sign Jordan Love, you know, to take the reins for the Patriots for the next, you know, decade. Um, I think that could be something really special because next year, the quarterback position, like as we see right now, is Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. And right now, they're probably two top 10 picks, if I had to guess. And I, I mean, I don't see the Patriots, you know, drafting a top 10 in the near future. So I think Jordan Love is the best bet. He'll be the fourth quarterback taking unless unless somebody takes him over Herbert and Herbert falls. Um, but yeah, I think Patriots j- jump to the teams, grab him, you know, and, you know, set themselves for the future. Because I know, I don't know if Chico's still watching, but I know he's still real upset. Two years ago, they passed up on <laughs> Lamar Jackson not once but twice, and I was with them. Right, I was with them when I, during that, and he was just he was mad. <laughs> so let's hope they don't make a mistake of just keep passing on quarterbacks. Obviously, Jordan Love isn't Lamar Jackson, but no one really knows what Jordan Love could be. He could be top top tier quarterback, or he could just be an average quarterback. No one knows, but he has the tools and he has the technique and the athleticism for it. So we can see what happens to the Patriots. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. Overall, like for me, like I think one thing is just like. I mean, I'll harp it all the time. Like, when I go back to it, it's just, you know, now we see, now we can see going into this season, hopefully with this <coughs> this uh, crisis that's going on and stuff like that, you know, we can get it over with and we can, you know, go back to how, how things are and, you know, watching entertainment as far as sports goes and we can see exactly how, you know, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick fare in these next, com- next couple of years. Because, I mean, who knows how many years Bill Belichick has left because it looks like Tom Brady is going to, has literally, like, spoken – spoken into existence how long he's going to play. He said he wants to play to 45. He's going to be 45 when he retires. Cuz I mean, yeah. yeah, after this contract's over, you don't you don't see him like staying, right? Yes, no. Yeah. No, I mean, maybe go back to the Patriots for a year to end his career there, but I don't I don't see it. I mean, the way he takes care of himself though, I mean, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Obviously, but if it's only if the the Buccaneers do a good job of keeping him straight up and keeping him off his back. Because you know, obviously, he's older. He's more prone to injury. That's just how how it is. About probably time is. So uh, let's just hope we can they can keep him straight up. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I, I agree. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens in, in these next couple of months as far as you know training camp. Well, I mean, they really can't do training camp and stuff like that or OTAs at the moment. <clears throat> but um, you know, we're excited because this is a, this is a different kind of Bill Belichick. Hopefully, we'll see a different kind of Tom Brady. You know, and We'll see, we'll see exactly what happens in, in these coming months. But uh, another signing I wanted to talk about uh, was former Jets um, uh, wide receiver, you know, Trey. I'm, I'm going to let you take his name because I, I just know his last name. But uh, – and where you Huh? Which is? Yeah. No, Ro- Ro- Roberson or Robertson, however you, however you want to say it. Robbie Anderson? Yeah, Anderson. God, dog. I can't believe I got I butchered that name. Anyways. <laughs> so, anyways um, – uh, I'll, I'll let Trey expand upon that because, and also we'll talk about Emmanuel Sanders as well. But because those are pr- two really good uh, wide receivers. But I'll, I'll let Trey expand a little bit upon uh, uh, Anderson and his, and his recent signing. Yeah, um, I mean Robbie Anderson, he's he's a good receiver. He's not, I wouldn't say he's like a top two. Like he's not going to be a number one receiver anywhere he goes. He just happened to be the number one there because you know it's the Jets. They didn't have any weapons besides uh, Le'Veon Bell. Um, but wherever he goes, I don't know if he's signed anywhere. I don't think he has. Wherever he goes, I think he's gonna, you know, be a solid number two, um, barring injury. That's his biggest thing. If he can stay, if he can stay healthy, he'll have, a, he can have a good season. Um, but that's a big if because he just has injuries every single year and he just can't stay healthy. But you know, there's, there's a chance every play he can go bust it for 50, 60 yards. Um, there's a few games this year where like I think he had like a 75 yard touchdown and then he had like a 40 yard touchdown. It was pretty. I mean, it, it was insane. Um, but I think that just speaks more so for the Jets because the Jets were already lacking, you know, speed and top tier talent. You know, so like, that's why I think in the uh, in the draft they need really need to like you know set their sights on a receiver, set the sights on some playmakers, whatever round it is, get some starters. Because to me, round one through three, those need to be starters. Uh, round one, do you you hope he makes an All Pro in, in the in the future, and but you hope to make the Pro Bowl in the, in the first three, four years. But in the end, you want a guy who's going to start and make an impact for your team in the first round. And second, third, uh, third round, you want him to start. 
Um, and then the fourth and fourth to seventh round, you hope you're hoping for a starter in the fourth, but fifth to seventh is just guys that you you're looking for traits, you're looking for things that you know in the future you could uh, harp on. So like maybe go for size, go for speed, go for like a KJ Hill or a Devin Duvernay, somebody who's gonna like you know sure one of those sure uh, those those sure-handed uh, receivers, you know those safe bets. Um, but yeah, the Jets, Sam Darnold needs to get some weapons, and Sam Darnold, need, Sam Darnold needs to get some people to block for him. So that's just. Man, just I, need I, I feel bad. I feel bad for the guy because I mean I feel like, you know, he's not a bad quarterback. He's he's not. No, not at he, all. He, huh? So not at all. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel bad for him because you know, this this couple first couple years, you know, I think his first pass was a pick six, right? Uh yes. Oh my! Like that's what I'm saying. Like I feel bad for him because you know I want I want because any NFL guy that that's taken in the first. Uh, first one to three rounds, I want to do well just because uh, there's a lot of pressure on on them. You know what I'm saying? Like for instance, yeah. like you know Ezekiel Elliott, there's a lot of pressure on him. You know to because he did get his money now, he has to show his worth. You know there's um uh and coming up now, you know to uh, uh Tungavaloa, you know he's gonna be possibly a top five pick, but at the same time he has to go prove himself because he's injury prone. Or you have uh you know uh people like uh Joe Burrow that has to go prove himself. Yeah, after this one year, you know can if this is one spectacular year at uh, uh, LSU, can you prove this in Cincinnati? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I just feel bad for Sam Darnold because he was a number two pick, right? Uh, No, he was – well, no. I think he was three or four. He's so, like, after yeah, Baker. Yeah, Baker but that's one. what I'm saying. Like, he's, he's a top five pick. And so, like, yeah. I, I don't want him to, to, to fail, but at the same time, you have to be able to, as a coach, as a GM, as an owner, to put weapons around him. And they haven't been doing that, and, and he hasn't – now people are like giving him a lot of flack, but I'm just like, dude, chill, like, just give him time, like, give him some, give him some help. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And that's the Jets. The Jets have been rebuilding ever since they drafted him. Yeah. Before, so even, um, but you know, give him the give him the right weapons. I think that's all he needs right now is weapons, because that's the, I mean, that's all a quarterback needs right now, especially a guy who has so much talent and so much, like, uh, to work on. I mean, have to work on like so much promise. And Sam Darnold because coming going into the draft when he was coming out of USC like he was like the guy when he was at USC people already knew he was going to be a, a good a great talent in the NFL and he has all the skills he has all the mechanics for it it's just right now he's just in the bad position to do so he the only weapon he has is behind him in the backfield Le'Veon Bell um, but even then yeah, yeah, like, Le'Veon like, Bell's are already reaching that age where you know running backs are not prone to injury but running backs are prone to slow down in their progression. I mean, yeah, he had a whole year off that he didn't play, but at the same time, you are getting up to that age where uh, NFL teams are pretty much just using you on, on on year rental deals. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, but he's signing a deal with him. I don't think I don't see any signs of him slowing down anytime soon. Um, I give him, If he's going to slow down, I give him like three years. Three years till he yeah. actually slows down, maybe. Um, because he does everything. He does everything, and you know he has he does a good job of getting in space. Um, he's not a big like tackle breaker type guy. He's not he's not gonna go and like just like, put your put his shoulder down on you. So, and that way he kind of avoids injury. Um, but I guess another free agent uh, free agent signing that I want to talk about uh, Melvin Gordon to the Broncos, which to me was really that, unexpected. That was interesting. I I, I, didn't, yeah. I don't know what to think about that just because it didn't seem like if it feels the right move. I don't know. I think. For the Broncos, it is for him maybe because he's going to share time in the backfield. He already showed shared time with Austin Eckler because Austin Eckler is you know he's really good. Um, he came he came into his own this year. He he the, the year before he was already showing like signs he could do something. But in Denver they have Philip Lindsay the starter and they have Royce uh, Royce Freeman, um, two guys they drafted two years ago. Well they didn't draft Philip Lindsay he got undrafted out of Colorado, but you know two guys that. Are, are actually really good. Like some believe Royce Freeman is better than Philip Lindsay. Like they're so close in, in talent that they share so much of the of the running. Uh, so I don't know how they're gonna fit Melvin Gordon in with the two the two rookie. I mean not two rookies, the, the two young guys because this this is gonna be their third year. So they're gonna be they're inked in for another two years already. So it's gonna be at least another two years with those three guys. I don't know if they want to create a three headed monster, but I just don't see Melvin Gordon getting all of the touches that he that he wants because that's what he wanted in and uh in San, oh not not San Diego but Los Angeles the Chargers what he wanted but he didn't get because well, I mean Michael. technically they were San Diego to about what last year Yeah but I'm just saying it was <laughs> last year. 
what I'm but saying. Still. But, I, but yeah, but I'm but for me, like, man, I don't know how to feel about it just because I, 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 I like Melvin Gordon and I like what he, I like what he can do as far as far as a running back and what he has to offer. But oh, he's a beast. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I know he's a beast, but at the same time, it's just like, why would you choose? Denver of all places, they don't have. I mean, yeah, they have Drew Log, but Drew Log is was barely like he played like what two or three games last year, and you know he played like he played a good amount, but he like in those games that he played, he like he played very well. Like he's very much the future of that team, and well, not even the future, he's the present. They're gonna start him now. He's in, that's his team now, and they ha- he has a good weapon on the outside in Cortland Sutton. They have the two running backs, three running backs now, so they're very much in the team on the come up. I mean, they still have Von Miller on the other side, they still have. Von um, Miller's never going to leave Denver. Let's just say that. I mean, I don't know. But well, I, I, think, I, mean, I think he's solidified there. You can't say that anymore after Tom Brady. Well, I know that. I'm just I'm just pretty much bringing up something that, you know, that's just my hot – it's not a hot take, but it's just that that's just my take on Von Miller. I don't see him leaving Denver just because, you know, he loves Denver, you know. He won a Super Bowl. And I just, Tom Brady loves New England. Okay, he hold on. I'm just saying, I'm just saying everybody's different in their own circumstances, Okay. I'm, and not everybody, not every man is created equal. Okay. I didn't know you knew him like that. Hey, I know him like that. It doesn't matter how I know him. All you need to know is that that's my take. You don't have to take it. Okay. You can I'm just not. hear it and throw it in the trash. Okay. How's that it's sound? It's already in there. It's already in there. <laughs> so. Anyways, yeah. yeah. Continue. My bad. So yeah, they got a good young team. They got a good young core. Besides Von Miller, he's a vet there. They have Bradley Chubb on the other side. You know, a beast. Uh, a beast at getting sacks until he got hurt. They have. Um, the dude from the, the linebacker from Michigan, um, two years ago, uh, he was Devin Bush. They have Devin Bush in the middle. He's everywhere. So you know, there's they're, they're in a good position, uh, like just to make some noise. I, mean, I don't. I'm not saying they're gonna make the playoffs, but they're gonna make some noise. They're gonna win some games. They're gonna. They have a lot of young talent. So if Melvin Gordon wants to stay there, you know, I think he could be a part of something special in the years to come. Yeah, I mean, I can see that as well. Um, so. Well, that that's what I wanted to talk about though, because it, it just rang in my mind again, and I had to look it up, of course, obviously. But um, the one the one uh, person I wanted to talk about defensive side was Andamkin Sue signing another year deal with the with the Buccaneers. That's that's yeah. what I wanted to talk about, just because you know Tom Brady didn't. Uh, I mean, yeah, you can do it on the offensive end, but you're also going to need defense. And Andamkin Sue, yes, granted, he hasn't been the the, the player coming in. Like he hasn't been able to to be consistent. That's that's what I'm saying. Like he hasn't been able to be consistent. He's been in trouble. You know he he's done what it, he's done what he's done. And but at the same time, I do believe that this is a great thing for uh, the Buccaneers as far as retaining him or re-signing him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean I like it. They got him cheaper than they should. I mean because he's in the bottom half of his career. Like he's already on the down slope. Um, you're not gonna get. You're not gonna get the the Dominican suit from the Lions. I mean you're not gonna get that. All you hope is you get flashes of it. For that price, um, he's gonna start for you. He's gonna he he rarely goes backwards. He's good in the run game. Um, he'll give you like maybe like five six sacks. Um, but that's good for for the money they're spending on him. That, that's a good signing because I'm I'm sure he saw like Tom Brady coming in. And he's like okay, like he sees the talent around him. Because obviously if you're on a team, if you have like, you see how good Mike Evans is, you see how good Chris Godwin is. So that so in your mind, okay, this team is ready to go somewhere. Even though the media says no. The players inside there, they obviously believe in themselves. So, you know, obviously the the addition to Tom Brady, he's like, okay, this is a chance. This is my chance to go get a ring. Even though some of us don't think so, to him, I'm sure that's what he thinks. Of course, so if you have Tom Brady, yeah, if you have Tom Brady on your team, that gives you a shot already. You know what I'm saying? You already yeah. have you already have the opportunity to possibly be, um, not solidify, but you have your 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 odds have been very much increased with Tom Brady, and yeah. so. You know, uh, that's why I, that's why I was just like, oh yeah, I like that signing, and um, you know, hopefully, Indomit can see has been uh, can at least be consistent or at least be, um, let's say, eighty, eighty percent of who he of who he actually was or I'll can give him, be. I'll give him, I'll give him a good sixty or seventy. I won't say eighty because he's still like he's getting older. You know, his body isn't the same as what he used to be. Um, he gets double teamed a lot, so. Um, I mean, yeah. Well, well, I mean, we'll we'll see how it goes. And um, I'm 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 when it comes down to it, you know, I'm a very I'm very excited about the Buccaneers. I'm not excited that they're in the NFC. I'm not excited that Tom Brady came over here, because you know, Dallas yeah. Cowboys are in the NFC. <laughs> so yeah, but he, I mean, he, he signed a one-year deal for eight million. 
So that makes sense. Um, yeah, eight I mean, million, and the yeah. NFL isn't that much anymore. One year's, you know, kind of like, all right, you're getting another chance. We yeah. can see what you can do. Because he's not gonna get that money anymore. That 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 he that you know that he's that people think they deserve. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I don't think that uh, you know people deserve. He thinks that oh, I deserve this money because you know look at who I am. But they're gonna be realists and they're gonna be like, no, you're not the Dominican suit coming into the draft that had all this. You know these accolades and had had all this you know potential, and so yeah. it's just like okay, we'll give you eight million. Like you said, it's it's really nothing um, when it, when it comes down to the NFL, which is crazy to me. Like I would I would be so happy at the fact of getting eight million dollars for one year. You know what I'm saying? No, dude, I would give me like a te- give me like ten percent of that. I'm good. <laughs> but but yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Man, like, that's the NFL for you, though. Yeah. They get paid so much money. I mean, I love football players, but I mean, athletes are like kind of overpaid. It's a lot of money, um, but don't take anything away from them. Yeah, but no, of um, course. So somebody else I wanted to mention real quick too is like um, I just I just grazed over him, but that was surprising to me was was uh, uh, Todd Gurley going to the Atlanta Falcons. That was the one thing I was just like, like I kind of I kind of stood back. I was like, really? You're going to Atlanta? Like, well, I, was, I mean, I don't, I, I mean, don't know about that. It's you know not what like, saying? it's well, it's not like he has his pick at the litter. Obviously, it's, there's teams that don't, that just don't need a running back, or like even if we think they need a running back, they they believe in in their back, even though they're not. He's a, we don't think they're that great. Like like you said earlier, he, you you thought he was one of the Buccaneers. Buccaneers probably didn't even offer him anything. Buccaneers probably didn't even call him. I mean, they have Peyton Barber and uh, the other guy. I always forget their names. I don't know why. Um, they have the two guys back there. Like we don't think they're that good, but the Buccaneers, like they believe in him fully. Um, Bruce Arians believe believe in believes in both of them fully. Um, but I think Todd Gurley saw that and he, he wants to be part of that that offense that could go back to the Super Bowl because they 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 have a better offense than they had going to the Super Bowl. I, I believe um, they have every position, every starter on that offense is a first round pick. Yeah, I saw that earlier. With the with the trade for with of uh, Hayden Hurst from to from Baltimore, yeah, yeah, right, every right. position is now a first round pick. So like, so they they have the talent on the offensive end. It's just more so if they're gonna have it on the de- defensive end, you know. So they because uh, they signed um, Dante Fowler, the the uh, right end from L.A. the Rams. They have Grady Jarrett, one of the best defensive tackles in the league. They're probably like from what I'm seeing, they're looking at Javon Kinlaw, the South Carolina defensive tackle who. He's a beast. He's a freak um, to play next to him on the defensive tackle. Even though I don't think he's a one technique, but we'll get into that later on. And then they have, I don't know who their left end is, but um, on the defensive end, they just need to work on their secondary. They need to work on their linebacking core. That's the only thing. Because the offense is ready to go. And Todd Gurley just adds another piece to that. They had Deontay Freeman, but he's been on the, he's been going downward the last few years. He had, like this last year, he wasn't that good. Um, he just had a hard time getting going. So Todd Gurley, he does he does a very good job of catching on the backfield, running routes. So I mean, just, their offense got better. I mean, we'll see how it goes because this past year he has he didn't he didn't make any noise either. Like like you said, Devontae Devontae um, Freeman yeah. didn't have any noise, but at the same time, Todd Gurley didn't have any noise. And and I and wait, before I let you continue, give me a second. Let me say something real quick. And I, hey hey hey, you got to give it up to me though. I have not been very interruptive. Like you mentioned last time. I mean, there was like a good 11 shows that... <laughs> there was a good 11 shows I had to learn, but I'm learning now, okay? You know, so you gotta right, give, go give me some right. Anyway, right, go ahead before I forget what I'm gonna say. <laughs> no, the one thing I was gonna say was is that um, the the thing that worries me so much with this is not even uh, uh, Todd Gurley, it's, it's Matt Ryan. I mean, Matt Ryan is literally like... I don't, I don't know how to put it, but I think he's like wasting... A little bit of of uh, Julio Jones's career, even though we know what Julio is, and we we've seen his highlights, we've seen how good he is as a receiver, and we've seen how good his hands are. We've se- we've seen basically, you know, he's a top, at least top three, uh, wide receiver in the conversation, like right now in the NFL, like without a doubt. And and he's like what thirty one years old at least I think. He's um, he's a freak. He's, he's like thirty or thirty one. Like I'm saying, like it's a freak, but at the same time, it's just like. I just feel like I don't know if Matt Ryan is actually the guy as far as this year. I I don't I don't know. That's that's what I'm saying. Like he has his years where he's great, but at the same time, if you looked at him last year, it was just god awful. Like like considering like how he used to play, 
you know, where where he where his peak is at, and all of a sudden now you see how he played this past year, and you're like, what the heck was that? Yeah. He's on his downward. He's on the downward end of his career. I mean, there's um, I watch a lot of Cowboys stuff. There's a, a member of the Cowboys beginning of the year, and obviously the Cowboys are what they are, but they were talking about how great the Falcons were looking the first, like, two, three games. And one of the girls said, like, yeah, you can never... I mean, it's Matt Ryan, though, so you know it's going to end somewhere, like, the success. Yeah, like, Matt Ryan no, always finds a way just to, you know, mess up, mess it up um, after that Super Bowl run they had. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Falcons were very much... He, he's on his downward slope for his career, so the Falcons, obviously, they have in mind that they're going to need... They're going to need to get a new quarterback sooner than later, but right now they're just trying to, like, squeeze everything they had out, they have out of Matt Ryan, you know, because they still believe in him. They still think he can be make a Pro Bowl run. I mean, a Super Bowl run. They still think he's probably a better <laughs> Say Pro Bowl, that's funny because he, that's where he's been besides one time. <laughs> Dude, Pro Bowl doesn't even make it. Okay. We're not going to get into that. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> that's a good segue. That's a good segue. I'm going to – the Colts, oh, they, okay. they just signed – they just signed Xavier Woods, uh, Rhodes. Xavier Woods, Xavier Rhodes, the cornerback from, from Minnesota, uh, Minnesota, yeah, the Pro Bowler. Um, I don't know what they paid him. I can't see that on my notes, but I just think it's a terrible signing. He was arguably the worst. Like that, this is how you know that the Pro Bowl just a name, like for names. He made the Pro Bowl last year because everyone knows his name. He had like one or two like great, great years, um, but last year he was. Arguably the worst cornerback in the game of football. See, he that's, allowed, that's the like, thing. 80%, he had allowed like an 80% completion rate. It was bad. It See, was really bad. I don't like. I don't understand. Nowadays we're living in, in, in living in times where pro like pro bowler and all star in the NBA they don't mean nothing. Like it's just a name. Like like all. you said, like Xavier Woods is just a guy that people knew his name. And it's like, yeah. come on, man. Like where like where is the accolades of, of other guys that that need that shine? It's no. people who just don't watch. Don't watch like a, a lot of football because ar- arguably it is kind of hard to watch all these games. I mean, obviously you, you watch your team, but like if, if if the Cowboys play at twelve o'clock and then obviously a bunch of other games are going on at twelve o'clock, I'm not watching the other games. Um, I don't know it is kind of hard, but like obviously just do some work. It's just a thing where like fans who just know the name do it, like we just said. But I don't know. There's so many more deserving Pro Bowl cornerbacks, but. No, that's, I just, mean, that's besides the point. Yeah, I, I, I know I agree with you. It's just like there's other guys that that deserve more shine, or like, I mean, and at the end of the day, you know, they made the Pro Bowl, you know, hoorah and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's just you have to be like, what the heck, man? You like prove it, you know, prove prove yeah. that you're actually a Pro Bowler, you know, or like in the in the NBA, prove you're an All Star. We literally had that conversation. We were just like, Taco Fall almost made it. Alex Caruso almost made it. I was like, "What the heck is going on? Like, how <laughs> how idiotic are we? You know, yeah. like it's not, it's not good. I didn't understand any of it. You know, but at the same time, you know, um, when it comes down to it, when we bring it back to uh, Todd Gurley, right? That's who we were talking about, right? Todd Gurley. Well, we were talking to Todd Gurley, and then we started talking about Matt Ryan, and we started talking about Xavier. Rhodes. No, yeah, but bringing it back to Todd Gurley, you know, it's 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 just, it's a very interesting move. We'll see what happens. You know, because like I said. At the end of the day, you are playing with Matt Ryan, so it's just like it's basically like a coin flip of who you're gonna get with Matt Ryan from year to year. Are you gonna get, you know, like MVP caliber Matt Ryan, or are you gonna get average Joe Matt Ryan? You know what I'm saying? Or or, yeah. or are you gonna get Joe Flacco, who recently just failed his failed his physical and just got released by the Broncos? You know what I'm saying? Like who He's are you gonna terrible. get? Yeah, I, I now we know. Like they were <laughs> they were pretty much trying to see like, hey, are you Super Bowl Joe Flacco or are you, you know? Are you or are you this terrible Joe Flacco that that like like pretty much how in Scooby Doo whenever they did, they pull back the 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 the, the, the mask the, the mask they're like who is really behind this yeah. <laughs> so, it was just like what the heck like I don't understand but um, at the same Speak- time go ahead yes yeah, yeah. speaking of uh, quarterbacks who went to the Super Bowl and now are washed um, Cam Newton oh my you- God I forgot about that they, yeah go ahead. Like, so what do you think he's going to end up? Do you think he's going to get signed? Do you think he's going to like take a year off because no one wants to mess with that the injury-prone quarterback? Um, what do you think? Man, to me, I don't know. Just because, you know, there there are names out there, you know, where he, where he could go. Like for instance, you know, L.A. the L.A. Chargers. They don't have a quarterback. Um, it's just you can. Hey, respect Tyrod Taylor. No, really, Tyrod <laughs> Taylor from Buffalo who didn't do anything. 
So that's what I'm, that that's what I'm saying. You have Tyrod Taylor. So, anyways, going going back to it, you know, I don't know if Cam Newton is is that guy that you want anymore just because he's he's been very injury prone. He's put his body through way too much. Mm-hmm, he, you know doesn't like, he doesn't like sliding. He doesn't like sliding. He doesn't like. He, he didn't want to be that quarterback. He's basically turning like he had. He had a lot more opportunity as far as to um, take more hits uh, because him, him and RG three are pretty much the same guy, in my opinion. Like they're guys that have have wanted. They 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 like taking the hits. They like running the ball. They don't want to slide. But at the same time, we saw RG 3s career end. I mean, not career completely end because now he's in Baltimore, but. Mm-hmm. He's he he went from the starting role to now just being a a backup quarterback possibly if needed, and now you have Cam Newton. Like Cam Newton had at least two more years of being Cam Newton, of being that quarterback to where I can run the ball, I can still you know take those hits because he was bigger than RG three. RG three didn't have that big body that Cam Newton has. You know what I'm saying? Cam Newton had yeah. that had that has has a huge body. He's like what two fifty at least two sixty. Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere around there. Like he's he's at least two fifty, two sixty, and he looks like yeah. almost he looks almost as buff as LeBron. Let me just be honest. <laughs> so yeah, seeing him and it's just like looking at RG three. It's just like y'all are the same guy. It's just Cam Newton had more, had two more years at least, or three more years of durability than than RG three. So it's just yeah, it's just a measure of just like I don't know if if Cam can be that guy anymore. If he can if he can actually be a pocket passer more. You know, I mean, he can use his legs when needed. For instance, like, you know, Dak Prescott is trying to be that guy of of I want to be more of a passer. Yeah, I can run the ball. Yeah, I can do, uh, you know, QB reads. But that's not who I am, and that's not who I want to be going forward because I want to have that longevity like Drew Brees, like Peyton Manning did, even though Peyton Manning was literally like, I'm pretty sure he was hobbling to the locker room after every game. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, Tom Brady, you know, guys guys that have been able to last in the league a long time, and I'm pretty sure Dak wants to copy and paste that, even though people want to, uh, you know, deem him as a, as, as, a, as a running quarterback. Still, you know, he can still pass the ball, but at the same time, you know, Cam Newton has to adapt himself to that now, where I'm just like, where he, where he just looks at himself and just says, I have to become this, uh, this, this guy that can use my legs when needed. You know what I'm saying? Rather than just... Like like a Jalen Hurts, like you said, like Jalen Hurts is after his first option is gone, he's done. He's he wants to run yeah. the ball. You know what I'm saying? So I I'll let you expand more on that. But that's just my thoughts on Cam Newton. Shout out to Floridon, by the way. Thank you for watching. And uh, any anytime you want to leave a comment, anybody watching this, just leave a comment, like leave a thumbs up or something like that, or share this. You know, because we want to get this out here as much as we can. But going back to Trey, uh, um, his thoughts on Cam Newton. I mean, he just. He's just way too injury prone, man. I mean, to me, he wasn't that great of a thrower anyway. And then with just these constant shoulder injuries he has, it doesn't help at all. Um, with me, I think he's very much a bridge quarterback at this point. A quarterback who's gonna either go to go to a team that has a young quarterback that they're they want to give him the range, but they're not ready yet. So you know, give Camden a year there, two years there to play, and then you know they'll let a young guy go. Or a team that isn't ready to get a new quarterback, a team that you know is waiting to get that Trevor Lawrence, you know, waiting to get that Justin Fields. So get get on a team with no competition, and then, you know, the next year the young guy comes in. Um, I think the biggest thing, I think people are just worried about how he's going to handle, like, that injury and handle, like, you know, throwing the ball deep because he's never been a great deep thrower. He's probably been one of the worst deep-throwing quarterbacks in the league. I mean, there's only been um, that MVP season where he's thrown over 60% of his passes, and that was, that yeah. was it. Yeah, and, like, to me, the MVP season, like, he was good, but he was just, like, he did so much with his feet. Like, that's why he was the MVP. And, um, like, right, like, he has – he really doesn't really have any touch on that ball to me. Um, like, the, like I watched like, a few games from this year when it was starting, and it just, like, so many overthrows, so many, like, in, like inconsistent plays that he would make. Like, to me, he, I think he's on the downward slope of him being, you know, kind of younger, even though he got drafted in 2011. Um, he's still – I, I, he he has a few years in him left to be you know a, a dangerous quarterback, but I don't see him being that any anywhere he goes. I think like you said, I think he might go to the Chargers. I think that's one one of the places that you know would take him, and you know, but but also 
they they might draft a Justin Fields. They might draft uh, they might uh, draft a Tua. You know, because I mean, going on the drafts real quick, I firmly believe that number three, the Lions, that's going to be either the, the Dolphins pick or the Chargers pick. One of the teams are going to move up and draft Tua because it's going to be a battle of those two teams. Are you serious? Um, Do you really think that one of those teams is really going to try to draft up? Why wouldn't you? I don't know. I mean, the Dolphins because... has the capital. The Dolphins have the draft capital to do so. They have a lot of picks, and they're at five. So a two, a two jump, a two pick jump would be you know you swap first and you give them like your third. You know how the yeah, point, you, how, the, how you, the points are. Are you really willing to do that though? Like honestly, like like you said, like there's a lot of times where people are like, oh, we're gonna draft this guy, or we're, we're, we're yeah. Make sure you're looking at us because we're actually gonna draft Tua, or we're actually gonna draft you know, for instance, Justin Herbert. You know, I'm just throwing names out there, right? But I'm just saying, like, do you have those that opportunity where it's just like you can entice people into? But do you really think that the Dolphins are gonna bite on that? I mean, it's not them biting on it; it's them wanting the player. And it's it's one of those things where like you need to move up because if they don't move up, that's the clear because the Lions are very willing to move down. The Lions, you know, most likely it's going to be Bur- Burrow one, Young second, and then they're picking the litter. They're going to have you know as uh, they're going to have the linebacker, the, the Clemson linebacker. They're going to have um, Jeff Okuda there, and you know they can pick the best player besides those two, right? But they can also move back, get a bunch of picks. You know, they can get jump, go back to five. They go back to five. They can still get the guy they want at three. So they'll probably make a call to the Dolphins like, hey, like we, because they can very much say like, hey, the, the Chargers are calling us. Like they want to, like they're offering a trade. And if they're going to go up to three, it, it's for Tua. So that's the thing because both teams are very quarterback needy. They need a quarterback of the future. So, I mean, that's the talks right now in you know the scouting, the, the media scout community. But I see that they're willing to bet money that. The number three pick isn't going to be the Lions. They're going to move backwards, and it's going to be somebody to move up to get Tua. And you know, and and also there's there's been rumors that maybe it's nothing. It's like very. It's nothing like for sure. But it's probably more like a a guess or like something they want to see is that the Patriots move up to go get a quarterback, like but an actual like Justin Fields or oh not Justin Fields, uh, uh Herbert. Why did I say Fields? Yeah, I was about to say because Fields because Fields can't play to sorry. Fields can't into the draft. Yeah, year. I'm sorry, Justin. No, no, you're good. No, don't worry about it. I mean, we, hey, it's all good. So, yeah. Anyways, I mean, yeah, I mean, you could see that happening, but uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think, I think, in my opinion, I think, I think the Lions are already set. Yeah, they could get maybe more picks, but I think they're already set on getting Okuda. I mean, that's how I see it. And then Tua just falls at five. But at the same time, who knows? Because we're just speculating, and I mean. If- I don't know. That's how I see. Okay, it. but let, let's let's say because let's say let's say they go a team goes to three. They don't. They say Dolphins <laughs> go to three. They go to five, right? So there's right. two picks left, and let's say they have Jeff Okuda and Isaiah Simmons, and they have their tags touching, which means they're so close to, to each other on the board to where like maybe Okuda three, Isaiah Simmons four, but they have them like neck to neck to where if the whoever <laughs> the number four team picks, they can pick the other at five, and they're okay with doing so. And they get and, and they get a, a third or a fourth back. I mean, that's that's perfect for them, you know, because they still get a great player, a player that they want, and an extra pick. So it just makes sense for the for the Lions to do so to get to get more picks, to get draft capital, and you know, if they they see a player that they like on the board, and, you know, in the 17s or 20s, they have the they have the more draft picks to to move on up. Yeah, get that fifth option. No, yeah, I mean, uh, I understand you. That's just how I think, though. I mean. You obviously think more like a lot of like more of the broader spectrum and more of the analytics side. You're like, hey, this can actually work this way. But I mean, I'm just yeah. like, I'm just like, whatever. You know, if they if they get him here, they get him here. But I don't see them moving. You know what I'm saying? Uh, one thing that was interesting was um, so uh, we had a comment that said Cam to the Dolphins or Chargers. You know, we talked about the Chargers possibly, but I don't see the Dolphins doing that just because they are they already have Brian Fitzpatrick on a one year deal. Um, I don't. I don't think they're that they're gonna want a chance as far as like having a well. They all, all those quarterbacks. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, they also have that. Well, they'll yeah. have a full quarterback when they draft one. They'll have a full quarterback room. They'll have at least three quarterbacks in there throughout the season. Um, so I don't think I don't see them going. I don't see anybody going to the Dolphins in free agency as far as quarterback. I think the only team that's a quarterback and needy team in free agency is the Chargers. Right. Are open to bringing somebody in. I mean, you have the Saints also. You know with. Drew Brees getting younger, but that's more of a position where they need to draft a guy, a young guy, you know, to like get him ready to take the reins later on. Um, 
Yeah, no, I so, hear yeah, you. I mean, I hear you. I mean, that that that's I agree with you. And <laughs> a, a Chargers fan that commented as well. He says we don't want him. I'm like, yeah, you may not want yeah, him, but at I the same want him maybe, maybe you don't want him. But at the same time, who knows? It's just enticing as far as maybe a team that's desperate for a quarterback to to at least have that option to not look sorry or not to try to like have that rebuilding moment. I don't, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That that's that's yeah, just, to me. That's why the Chargers. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. I, 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 uh, I agree. Like, that's a very viable option for him. But I, I, just, I just think anywhere he goes, he's going to be like another Marcus Mariota or a Jameis Winston. It's just going to be that thing where it's just like we need you to well, back up. we need you to play back up. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, that, that way. Yeah, I mean, I think the Chargers are. I think the Chargers are getting more dead set of draft drafting Justin Herbert because Justin Herbert is a very much. He's not. He's not going to be like a, a put him right in. He's ready to play. But I think he's going to be a guy who's going to you know start year one because he's able to like he's not a Jordan Love where you need him to progress Jordan Love he's I mean Justin Herbert's a good a good quarterback and he's gonna be ready to play his first year and I think the Chargers are dead set on that because you don't really see him chasing quarterbacks right now in the free agency and like right now how the draft is the draft is saying is just like it's gonna be Burrow Tua and then Herbert and the third team as quarterback needy in the drafts as far as like where the slots go it's the Chargers so you know, I think I think I works perfectly for him. I, I would love to see Justin Herbert in a Chargers uniform. Um, you know, player would year you, one. Would, that's my would, you, would you love to see Justin Herbert in a Chargers uniform, or would you love to see Trevor Lawrence in a Chargers uniform? I would love to see Tank Trevor Lawrence. Tank for Trevor. Panthers. That was a comment. Hey, it, it's I, w- it's ha- I would love to see Trevor Lawrence in a Panthers uniform, like they've said, like how, how people have said that Panthers are going to tank this year to get Trevor Lawrence. Ooh. Trevor Lawrence and Christian McCaffrey in a backfield. You know, that's gonna be fun. That looks good. Hey, two white guys. <laughs> The widest backfield in the league. The widest backfield in the league. There we go. There we go. Proving the haters wrong. We have Christian McCaffrey yep. proving the haters wrong, and then hopefully we have Trevor Lawrence proving the haters wrong. But uh, yeah. uh, another an, another one, possibly, you know, Cam going to the Broncos? No. They they have Drew Locke. That's the young guy. There's no – I mean, if you want to back up, yeah, but I don't think – I don't see Cam Newton going anywhere expecting to be a backup. You know, I, I, I think he wants to go and fight for a job. Um, and Drew, and in Denver, that's he's not going to fight for a job. That's, that's Drew Locke's job. You know, a young guy. He played very well last year for the few games he played. And I think, you know, they drafted him for a reason to be the future. See if it worked out. I mean, but John Elway is a little crazy sometimes with quarterbacks. So I mean, it is a possibility. I just don't see it happening. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of other quarterback needy teams, but nothing's coming to mind right now. I mean, like. Would you rather see Cam Newton there? Uh, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I guess the question for me is is just like, who do you think has the better option at you know fighting for that quarterback? Oh, what if what if he goes to uh what if he goes to Chicago? That'd be fun. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I I didn't even think about that. You were talking. I was I was trying to think about teams, but you know, Chicago might be might be in the mix. Who knows? Because Chicago's yeah. Chicago's reaching that era where it's just like. They're at a standstill as far as they're trying to to do. Yeah, you're good. They're at a standstill as far as they're trying to to do. Um, trying to see if he ends up in, you know, for Mitchell Trubisky. I guess for me, it's just like Mitchell Trubisky is like they're trying to pretty much entice Mitchell Trubisky to be like, okay, are you worth that pick that we just gave you? You know what I'm saying? Like we we gave up all we gave we gave up to, to go up two spots. Into the second spot, we drafted you at number two. You're really not working out, so we have to do something to pro- to pretty much like pry you and to make you, you know, see that hey, you are replaceable. You know, who knows? Yeah, but at the same time, I understand the Bears got Nick Foles, but who would like to see Cam Newton in Chicago? I would like. I'm just all about you know creating. Uh, I'm just all about being an instigator. That's what I am. I'm just all about being instigator. You know, add all these people to, to to the roster. Do what you can do. You know, make these people you know go go crazy, um, and stuff like that. I uh, you know, Trey joining us back again. <laughs> no, you're good, man. One thing that one thing that was brought to my attention was Nick Foles is already in Chicago. I forgot about that. But, yeah, but, do you but at the Nick same, t- I know that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm I'm a very I'm a very much an instigator, and I'm just like I want to see, you know. Uh, 
Cam Newton go over there to the to, to the Chicago and and possibly have that three quarterback battle. I don't know. It it create headlines. It'd be a Jerry Jones move. You know what I'm saying? It'd be a Jerry Jones move to just be like, hey. Let's don't throw Jerry Jones' name out like that. He would never do that. I tell you, obviously he would never do that. But I'm just saying, like Jerry Jones is all about keeping the Cowboys' name in the media. And how is he doing it right now with Dak Prescott's? Uh, uh, That's not keeping on the media. I mean, obviously in the media, but he's not doing that on purpose. It just it just happens. I, I, I I'm just saying it happens. But at the same time, don't the Cowboys battle with me. You're gonna lose every time. No, I'm not saying <laughs> that. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, it'd be a great thing for Chicago to have. You know, create a little bit of buzz and a little bit of like stuff like that because. You know, Mitch Trubisky's not really working out for him. So, I don't know. I mean, you can maybe why, add another quarterback to the why, room. I don't know. Why sign, why sign a veteran that has maybe three, four good years in him left when you're going to sign your quarterback for three, four years? I don't know. I'm just saying, dude. It. I mean, Cowboys need a backup, but that's not, that's not it. That's not a Jerry Jones move. He doesn't sign veterans like that. But, uh, other words, like, I mean, other other than that, uh, Nick Foles, like, I don't trust. I mean, look what happened. He signed with, Jack, he signed with the Jaguars for – how many years with so much money and you know Gardner Gardner Minshew came out like you know blew it up and Nick Foles like he had the opportunity to come back but he played like what one game two games that he didn't do well so they released him I mean Nick Foles I think Nick Foles isn't going to be anything outside of Philadelphia I mean he wasn't anything with the Rams and then went back to Philly you know he Super Bowl MVP he did he did what he had to do um you know I mean he had a great defense with him in Philly but I don't think Nick Foles is anything special. I don't think there's anything you can like, you can bargain on. Um, so Cam Newton there, like if Cam Newton went there, it's I think it'd be a very close QB battle. But you still don't have a, a QB that you can rely on there. Um, but you know, talking. I mean, there's two other things I want to talk about before we. No, you're, you're, you're good. You're, I mean, you're good. I mean, no, no, like like real quick. As far as like Minshew goes and stuff like that, it was another comment brought up to us. It's just you know. Somebody could see him actually going to Jacksonville to possibly be that backup role. I mean, I don't know because Minshew and, and and Cam, you might have that, you know, maybe maybe a quarterback battle or like you said, like Minshew's maybe maybe the future for for the Jaguars. Who knows? Yeah, I think he is because Minshew right now he's a, it'll be a second year. He was a fourth round pick, and you know, uh, teams very much so want that very that cheap labor. You know, yeah. I mean, he's made like Gardner Minshew isn't making more than a million dollars a year probably. Or, if, or close to a million, and that's dirt cheap in the NFL. Um, so that's if they can sign, if they can have him for that for what five, another four years, that's perfect for them. They can they can put that money in other places and in other positions to make a run, you know, because Gardner Minshew is that guy there. Um, but so I don't see them signing a, a veteran that's going to cost that much money. If you're not going to sign a veteran that much money to put him in the backup role, especially when you're not paying your starter that much. You know? Yeah. No, I, um, I hear you. They probably. So I mean, if, uh, talking about we're talking about Nick Foles. You know, obviously ex Philadelphia, equal player. I want to talk about their additions to their secondary. You know, that was a big issue for them coming into the free agency with them signing uh, Nicole Roby Coleman, the the slot corner from the Rams, who, you know, great man to man corner. Um, you know, struggling zone a little bit, but. You know he's he still he finds a way to get the ball. He finds a way to get yeah. interceptions. He finds a way to cover fumbles. And they also signed Darius Slay, the cornerback from the Lions, which is a great pickup. Dude, you know? I was so, so right surprised now, like, that they actually they... got him. And the fact that sorry, I don't mean to do that, but in the fact that he was like ripping yeah. into um, the Lion, the Lions head coach, and stuff like that. I'm, I'm I mean, yeah, I'll let you expand upon that. But I'm just like, dang, he, he just he, the fact that he just yeah. left and he's now going wanna... savage. Yeah, if you want to hear about all that, just look it up. Just look up Darius Slay, like yeah. Lions coach stuff. I mean, I don't want to say it on here, but um, yeah, it was it was a little weird. But you know, Darius Slay, he's still a top tier cornerback in this league, and for the Eagles to get him, um, because the Eagles they have they still have you know one pretty good corner, and then a, you know a pretty like above average corner. So right now they have a really good really good uh, DB room going right now. So right now, like as a Cowboys fan, I do not like that. <laughs> Like I wish, I really wish Darius Slay wasn't going to Philadelphia, but you know that's how the cookie crumbles. And right now, Philadelphia is looking prime to either move up in the draft to get one of those top three receivers, or take the next best receiver and probably Justin Jefferson from LSU or Jalen Rager from TCU. Um, so right now, the Eagles are just like they need weapons, and they're making sure that you know there's not that many holes to fill in the draft. Yeah, no, I, um, I agree. Is there, is there anybody else that you want to talk about? Like one more person or, or, or? Well, I just want. It wouldn't be a. Sh- it wouldn't be. 
me if I didn't talk about the Cowboys a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it um, always has to be you talk and the about, Cowboys, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, me too, but I, I wasn't going to bring it up. I mean, they have, they signed Ha-Ha Clinton-Dix, which to me, I love the pick. He's a playmaking safety. He's a veteran. Yeah. Um, he was drafted by the Packers, so he knows Mike McCarthy. They have a very good relationship. Um, so, me, I love that signing with him and uh, David Woods, two ball-hawking safeties <laughs> playing out there. Um, he saw, it's a one-year deal, but and, and to me, I, I'm sure he'll sign another two years, two, three years at the end of next season. Um, it's going to help. It's going to be a leader on the Cowboys' defense very quickly. Um, and... You know, the Cowboys are focusing on defense right now in free agency. They picked up Gerald McCoy, the three technique, and they p- picked up Dentari Poe, um, or the one technique, the guy who does not move. He's like 320-something, 330-something pounds at the one technique, and that boy does not go backwards. Um, he's probably one of the best run stuffers in the league. And then Gerald McCoy, if you can get glimpses of what he was, that's going to be a really good duo with DeMarcus Lawrence on the other side. And hopefully, you know, Randy Gregory's state uh, filing for reinstatement. Um, so... Yeah, the Cowboys line oh is God, looking. Please get him. So the Cowboys line is looking very promising if that happens, and also they're going to draft a defensive tackle. They're going to draft another edge. Hopefully, they get their hands on Kalevon uh, Chason uh, from LSU. You know, that's the guy that's linked to the Cowboys right now. So hopefully, they can get their hands on him, um, work on that, and then also we have the Travis Frederick news of him retiring. Um, you right. know, you got drafted. R.I.P. Our Cowboys line. R.I.P. The Cowboys line. We're what do done. You mean? We're done. Why? Tell Dude, me why. The center is expand on that. The center is literally the the nucleus of everything. Well, do you know what? Like, do you remember what happened when he was out that year? Because he was out two years ago, the whole year, because that disease he caught. Anyways, I'm not. Uh, about that, did you? You're just gonna try to prove me wrong. That's all you're gonna try to do. You're gonna try to prove me wrong. No, I'm not gonna prove you wrong. You're already wrong. Joe it Looney. Doesn't, is, it doesn't well, matter what you Joe, think. Joe Looney. Joe Looney, no, this isn't what I think. This is what happened when Joe Looney took Joe Looney took over two years ago. I mean, it's not like they didn't skip a beat. He had his struggles, but he played very well for a guy who's a backup going to the starting role. Like as no. far as start, uh, backup centers go, he's probably one of the best backup centers in the league. Joe Looney is very good in every position on the interior line, especially center. He does very well though there. He had a whole season with the line that they have now, so he already has a good communication, good uh, vibe with Zach Martin, the guy right next to him. And they still they have all pro and Zach Martin, all pro and Tyron Smith, a pro bowler in Lyle Collins, and a Connor Williams in the left guard who's getting better. So I mean the line isn't the line isn't in bad shape. They're still probably going to be one of the better lines of football. They just lost their center, but Joe Looney is very good. And also they drafted a guy in the third round last year who they had a second round grade on, and Connor McGovern and Connor McGovern from Penn State. Uh, they tried him at center uh, when they were working him out before they drafted him. So. Uh, they have that. They have that option too. So they can. Be, they have two options at center right now. So they don't need to go chase the center for agency. They don't need to draft the center. So I, I'm, I'm. This is Trey. Cowboy, this is Trey. Literally, like what the face that I make right now. As soon as I made that comment, Trey was like, "Prove it." Seriously, like I need you to prove it. Yep. All right. Wait. Wait to wait to try to prove me wrong, dude. Okay. Oh no. Wait. No, you just literally proved me wrong. Sorry. I was wrong from the beginning. So whatever. No. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I get emotional about my Cowboys. No, I no, I understand. You know, you know. If you're gonna you, talk about the Cowboys, like come at me and just like make sure you have something to back it up with. Because I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna talk make and talk. Make sure you have you everything you need to know about the Cowboys through and through, all the way down to their locker room routines, through their traditions that they do, through their juju things that they do, anything that they do pregame. That's all them. Trey Trey knows it all. Trey has the inside scoop. Do you uh, do you want to say something about the XFL guys? Oh yeah! Shout out to the uh, the quarterback, uh, PJ Walker, right? Please tell me I got that right. Yeah, PJ Walker. Oh my God! Thank God, I got that right. <laughs> yeah, shout out to PJ Walker, man. You know, and Jordan Henry, the guy from Ole Miss. Yeah, he, he got with the Chiefs also. Yeah, they, they, both quarterbacks. You know, they they showed out and they 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 literally had their opportunity, and now they're they're having another chance or a shot at their, either their first shot or this is their second shot. And it's basically what it comes down to: it's a chance for them to. To show what they have and continue on with their football careers, and I'm happy for him. You know, I'll, I'll let Trey say something else about it if he doesn't want to drop things. Come on now, Jesus. Um, I think PJ Walker went to a very good place in the in Carolina for this year. You know, Teddy Bridgewater, he's still not unproven, but there's room of there's room of for improvement. So like, if there's a chance where 
Teddy Bridgewater doesn't do that well right this year, and P.J. Walker, he can come in being, you know, playing football not that long ago, still kind of fresh. Um, he can go in and, you know, make some mo- make some noise. Like he, if the XFL would have named their MVP, it would have probably been him. So, um, yeah, it's a good good signing by the Panthers, good for P.J. Walker, the ex-Colts player. And also the Chiefs signed Jordan uh, Tamu, the, he played for uh, St. Louis, um, he was a rookie out of or rookie or two years out of Ole Miss. Um, he had all the all the physical tools that you want in a quarterback. He just couldn't get it going in the NFL. Um, this probably slowed down for him in the XFL, you know, and he just got the ball going. So right now he's with the Chiefs. Um, obviously he's not going to beat up Pat Mahomes, so he's probably going to be a career backup if he stays there. Um, but but you but know, he's as far a, he's as a backup, good backup goes, though, you know what I'm saying? That's what, that's what I'm saying. As far as backup goes, this is probably a really good player just to have behind Mahomes because they're very similar. They're very sim- similar in play style. Obviously, he's not what Pat Mahomes is, but um, if they dumb down the offense and Pat Mahomes ever get hurt, I think it could work for him. Yeah, I like it. I, I, I like both pickups. I like Walker to the Panthers. You know, just like I said, these both of these quarterbacks have an opportunity to prove themselves and they they did it on the XFL level. Now, hopefully, they can do it on the NFL level. Because yep. just like you said, you know, I don't know if you said it, but like obviously XFL and NFL are different, but maybe they can prove it somehow, and I hope that they do, and I hope that they they can be able to continue their careers and 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 do great what what, what they're doing great at. And um, is there anything else you, that 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 you want to mention? Because I mean, I'm good. Man. I mean, I, I, I'm good. I'm good if you're good. Um, I'm good. We're over time now, so it's uh... yeah. No, I understand. Um, but guys, you know. Thank you, guys and girls that, that that were here watching the show in the beginning, whether you joined you know, later on in the show, whether you're joining right now. Um, just to, uh, another quick thing that I always like to do is I like to you know, say um, wh- who we are, and you know, we're literally just amateur hour. Uh, we want to start this because we, we literally started arguing at each other uh, all the time for, for, the, for the years that we've known each other. And we were like, well, maybe, you know, hopefully, you know, some people can enjoy this somehow. And we hope that you enjoy, you know, um, what we have to offer. You know, like I said, we're just amateurs. We're, we're two guys that, that, that love talking about sports. Yeah, we can get a bit analytical. We can get emotional. But at the same time, at the end of the, at the, end of the day, we love talking about what we love talking about, and that's sports. And I'm Roderick Castillo. On, on Skype is uh, my buddy Trey. Just give him uh, uh, another wave. You want to give a shout-out to anybody real quick? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> now, for me, I just want to give a shout out for everybody that that that's been watching, for everybody that wants that 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 wants to know about us. Um, I will say right now that as of last week, I, I have not posted it yet on Amateur, uh, but Facebook or Instagram. But we are now on Spotify. Thank goodness. You know, I gotta give a clap for that. We are on Spotify now. <laughs> we are on Spotify now. I'm just gonna show it here like this. Uh, can't see it. Can't see it. You you can't see it because it's different. <laughs> I'm doing it on another camera. Oh. All you have to do you is told me that. Sorry, it's just another camera. <laughs> Anyways, all you have to do is type in literally our name on here on Facebook. It's Amateur Hour Podcast. Obviously, it's it's under me, Roderick Castillo. But I just uploaded our first one last week, and I'm gonna upload this episode. If you want to be able to listen to it um, as you're driving or as you're you know there at work it. or. Um, Wherever you are at home, if you just want to listen to it at, at, at home, it, we are under Amateur Hour Podcast on Spotify if you have Spotify. We're also on Google Podcasts if you want to do that. We're on Apple Podcasts if you want to do that as well. Just under Amateur Hour Podcast. It's by Roddy Castillo, and um, it's obviously my name, but at the same time, it is me and Trey. We are the co-founders of Amateur Hour Podcast. We got you guys and girls. We thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, so sorry that I was not able to get it to work yesterday. Trey knows how mad I was. <laughs> and stop doing that, dude. I know I'm talking a long time. Okay, just let me finish no, this. No, I was gonna. I was gonna say, I'd be not. I wasn't trying to stop you. I was trying to fit in there. Like even if you, even if you already listened to all the shows, thank you. But you know, at least like if you can share it. Yeah. Uh, you get, can do that for the, us. Yeah. For sure. Get oh, the continue now. I'm uh-huh. sorry. No, no, no. You're good. Just get the word out. You know. You know. We're just. We want to grow this thing. Yeah. It's. It's all our money. We have nobody. That's. That's been helping us. It's just all our money. And, and yeah, it may be very amateurish. Uh, 
Very. No pun intended. But anyways, <laughs> but maybe we're amateurish, but at the same time, we love doing what we're doing. We're doing it the best we can, and we thank you guys so much. The day one supporters, the day 24 supporters, the day however long however, however long we've been on here supporters, we thank you guys so much. But at the same time, we want you to be blessed. We want you to be uh, safe during this time, during this you know different time. Um, wash your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> be safe. But at the same time, um, stay blessed. Always pray. Be humble. And continue to do what you're doing. You know, love your family and everything. And uh, me and Trey, we're going to peace out. But uh, stay awesome and be blessed. Don't forget about the Spotify and, stay and clean. podcast. <laughs> stay clean. Stay home.